Hey, what it do with the business is Big Snow. Nah, it, it is another week in the books. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. And this week for the Big Snow Snowfall review, my man sent me up. He said, Spike Lou, if y'all are reviewing Jeezy, I got to be in on this. And to be honest, I don't know if Nikki do say Mr. No Disrespect is coming to hate on it or giving props. But we will see. We will see because he was definitely hating on that Jay-Z verse. If you guys don't know, now you know what Mr. No Disrespect himself. Nikki, do say what's up, sir. What's going on? I feel like my character has been misrepresented on this platform. That's why I had to come on here. That's why you here. Um, and Lou's been trying to keep me off, too, because it's the umpteen time I asked him, like, can I be on a review? And he's like, all right, I'm going to let you come through for Jeezy. But nah. I, had, um, I did. I had to clear the schedule out for you. I did a whole clear I, out. I appreciate you. I mean, y'all yeah, busy. I got a lot of folks coming through. So, yeah, I, I appreciate y'all making time for me. We appreciate you stopping by, man. We'll let you do your drops at the end of the episode and the people can find out where they find you. But before we get into the episode this week, man, J.I.D. said he could have signed with another label. We'll see if that would have been better off for him. Little Baby has his most successful week ever. We want to know that that surprised you guys. And Drummer Boy says Atlanta has been replaced as the hip-hop hotbed of the South. But first... It was homecoming weekend. Drake was down here. It was 21 Savage birthday. It was Freak Nick 2022 in Atlanta. They dropped a brand new video for their Jimmy Crooks song, which was awful. That video was super trash. But Drake and 21 Savage did announce an album this weekend coming out October 28th. Animal Brown, I'm going to start with you since you're the biggest Drake stand in the world. Bro. What do you think about this release? Are you waiting on this 21 Savage Drake album? Um, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm I'm here for any new Drake, I'm assuming rap album. Yeah. Um, he switched up the vibe on the last joint, which turned some people off. Um, so people have been clamoring for a more traditional hip hop sounding project from Drake. Drake is already one for one with the collabs because the joint with him and Future is supremely underrated, in my opinion. I thought that project worked on multiple levels. So I'm curious to see what he can do with 21 Savage. 21 Savage sounds his best when he's on Drake records. Now, whether that's a coincidence or not, maybe somebody wants to get into that. You maybe not. Ghostwriting? Ah, you said it, not me. Nasty work, right? I do think their joints are pretty solid. Um, the title is throwing me off. I don't know what type of vibe this is about to be. Her loss. I don't know where we're going with that. But Jimmy Crooks was the standout record from the last album because it was the most traditional sounding joint. And so if it's more of that, let's make it happen. I'm here for it. Nikki, do say what you think. It's crazy how AB can try to compliment somebody, diss them, and also compliment another artist in that compliment. Because that's what you did for 21. You got to put more respect on 21's name, bro. He sounds great. He's, I'll put him in that Rick Ross category where he's progressively gotten better as an artist, as a rapper with every project. Like, mm. so like, like, I mean, not Ross now, but I'm just saying like, right. there was a time where it was like, you wasn't even paying attention to Ross lyrically. And now I was like, okay, you can't sleep on me. Same thing now with 21. When he wanted to turn it on, I feel like he could spit. Um, am I excited for this project? Uh, it, it's something, it's interesting. I won't say I'm excited. I think I'm just more interested because I do agree with AB. I think What a Time to Be Alive was definitely underrated, but that was mostly because it showed how much future was taking over the game because Drake was riding on his way, that whole project. So you know what I'm saying? Like, even though Drake was a, a, a artist in his own right, I'm just saying like that project, you can clearly see like, I think that was the same year that uh, Future dropped uh, Dirty Sprite 2 or something like that. It was mm -hmm. a, it was a, Six months difference in between that. But now I want to see 21 and Drake. I mean, the production better be fire, better be Metro, somebody behind the boards doing some shit. Um, and I think it's going to be at least good records, at least one club banger, at least one for the streets. That's all everybody asking for anyway. I'm surprised you guys, both being big Drake friends, aren't a little bit like ready for this. Like, I feel like this is what we wanted or were asking for as far as an event. That subpar dance Drake record that he put out would not suffice as far as what we needed for hip hop from him this year. So I do think around 21 Savage's birthday, announcing it, making this a big deal, I'm excited about it. A lot more excited than I would have been had Drake not put that dance album out. And I think since he's a student of the game, since he 
listens to critiques, we can tell that he kind of keeps up with what's going on. I hope, like you said, A.B., that this isn't some like singy, songy where they're going to be doing something weird on here. But I do hope now that we get to hear Drake rap to wrap the year up. Like, I, I want to hear that. I'm excited about this. So I, and I like, I'm a 21 Savage fan, probably more so than both of you guys. But I do like 21 Savage. I've liked him for a long time. And I agree with you, Nick. He's gotten a lot better lyrically. I don't know how that happened, but he has. Uh, a lot more clever, I would say. It ain't no, yeah. like, deep bars, but the bars are clever. Exactly. So whoever's been helping him, I appreciate it. So I'm excited for this. Like, it's going to be one of my, the ones that I'm looking forward to for the rest of the year. I want, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I wonder what because you spoke to this with the future and Drake that that project took future I took future identity more or less and then Drake kind of adapted to that mm -hmm. the same way Watch the Throne you could argue took Kanye's identity with the production and Jay just kind of got in where he fit in I wonder whose mm -hmm. identity this would take I'm going to assume Twenty One Savage only because Drake is a little more versatile but I, that's just my assumption. I, I mean, it would have to be 21. It would have that would be, be my preference. I would prefer it be 21 style and Drake come on there, like just doing his Drake thing on some 21 Savage album records. Excuse me. What were you about to say, Nick? No, I was just going to say, like, I, I feel like, Lou, with, with you being excited for a, if, if, if this year is going to be wrapped up with you being excited about a Drake and 21 collab album, that means to me it's been a down year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there should be more standout records than, like, us getting a random, like, mixtape. I said, mix I said this last week. I said this last week, it feels like rap is kind of like getting, like, the dunk contest. Like, I'm stuff has came out and there have been some ooze, some tens or whatnot where you're going to flash the car, but it ain't been an overall, like, impressive year, I would say, like, what was that last year when we had Cole and all everybody dropped? When was the last time we had big records? I feel like people say this every year for the last 10 years. Really? Yeah. I feel like last year was a better year, even though we I got a Kendrick like, yeah. Lamar album this year. Yeah. I mean, like Kendrick was nice, but at this point, he he can't top himself. Like it's like it's kind of where, where Kanye got when he got to his fifth, sixth album. It's like, all right, we just want to see if you can be consistent at this point. We already know you you can't really top some of these records that you already did. But mm -hmm. I feel like outside of his project. I think you're right, Louis. Like, I think last year was better somehow, some way, but this year is kind of more of like, it's nice, but we've been through, but I've heard better music. You know mm -hmm. what the difference is for me in saying that now you, you pointed out too? Last year, I wasn't expecting as much as I was this year. This year, I knew like big, like Kendrick's was slated, uh, Future had an album come out, Drake dropped. Like I was expecting a lot more. And then when I got it, it was like, oh, okay, it's cool. But last year was, I wasn't expecting a lot. But then when it came, I was like, oh, damn. I was surprised. Like the Vince Staples surprised me a lot. I can't really recall off the top of my head now what it was, but I, I was just more impressed because my expectations were lower probably. Yeah, 20, yeah 2021 was a good year. Thanks. I think there's more solid records when, when we looking at doing our top tens. Mm -hmm. I think we'll realize it was more decent music or good music than we may be giving credit, though. It's Harder time to put that 10 together, you think, this year? Possible. Well, not to me. Nah, I, I think I can always find 10. I mean, like, decide. You're digging in the couch at that point, Wood. I'm saying which 10 make it, though. Which 10 make it? Is it going to be a lot more than 10 that should be in there is what I mean. Oh, I see what you mean. Is it going to be harder mm -hmm. to make them decisions? Maybe mm -hmm. not. It may be a little clearer this year. Okay. Gotcha. Um, next up, man, your boy J.I.D. Lou is a huge fan of Jid. Sorry, uh, who is this again? Yeah, Dreamville's own. He made a he paid a visit to Breakfast Club. Uh, told a nice gym, man. Talked there. about how he almost signed to an Atlanta record label by the name of QC Quality Control. Of course, home of little baby, Migos, etc. Simple question, Lou. Would that have worked out better for his career than him signing with Dreamville? Man, listen. I haven't seen the act that Coach K and Pinem haven't been able to market correctly. And I say that if J.I.D. had been on QC under their tutelage, I feel like you get a totally different approach for what you're putting out in the market. With Cole, is like another nigga that can rap on J. Cole's label. If he had been on QC, no disrespect to anyone over there, but he would have been the only nigga that could rap like that on their label. So if I can dumb that down enough where he's still, he's talented enough where it ain't got to be bars, 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 lyrical, miracle. So I can put J.I.D. on a Migos song. I can put him on a little Baby song. I can put that little formula together that QC has, and he would be a lot bigger 
of a star than he would under Dreamville. Maybe J. Cole was his idol and he wanted to do the Dreamville thing because lyrically he feels like he matches up better. But if he had that deal on the table with Coach K first, he made a bad decision in going with Dreamville. Nikki, do you agree? 1,000%. I was literally just talking to one of my homies about J.I.D. I was like, because he dropped that album at the Forever Store, and I was like, I asked him how it was. He was like, you ain't listened to it yet? I was like, man, that was one of them albums. Like, I was going to get to it. But I was thinking, I was like, but damn, like, I actually do fuck with J.I.D. Why haven't I, why wasn't I pressed? And it's because of how J. Cole markets him. I feel like he took the Jay-Z uh, handbook too seriously when it comes to how to uh, groom an artist. Because I'm like, damn, like, did even, when, when was the last time J.I.D. was on a J. Cole album? Or like, how many records do they have collaborated? Like, how how much, you know, push so. has J. Cole done for, for these niggas? And I'm just calling them out because I hold Dreamville to the standard of a TDE to a QC because they have talent on their own. They got Ari Lennox. They have a talented kid like J.I.D. Well, he ain't a kid no more. This nigga damn near pushing 40 now. I, thought, I looked at his, I thought he was younger than he is. Like about 30-something. Um, but then they and they also have uh they like they have a lot of good talent. And you would think that they would be a lot bigger than what they are. Like you they have their whole roster is artists who should be bigger than what they are. Mm. Like even Boss. Like Boss knows how to songwrite, knows how to ride records and all this shit. Why is he not a bigger artist? Like I think if 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 JID was on QC, like to me, like J. Cole saw the talent in JID two years earlier than anybody else. But QC would have made uh, J.I.D. an artist two years earlier than what star. J. Cole was trying to do. Yeah. Like, he would have made him a star. Yeah, that's fair. I, and we'll go ahead and make it a clean sweep. I do think QC would have been a better look. It's the local label, number one. Then number two, you have that hit-making capability with some of the artists and producers that he has. he would have at his disposal. I think there would be more of that. Um, I, he doesn't necessarily <clears throat> fit with the label, you could argue, but that doesn't necessarily stop something from working. We've seen people that wouldn't have been fits. Like Snoop didn't technically fit with No Limit. You know what I'm saying? Kanye um, didn't fit with Rockefeller. Wale didn't fit with MMG technically, right. but you can still make it work because they have the capability. They're good artists. So the good music is going to come. They just can leverage those relationships for when they need to, when you need a Wale to get on a 600 bins or you need a Kanye to get on something a little bit more that he wouldn't have gotten on previously. Um, so I think they could have done the same thing with him, but I'm not going to act like QC is undefeated though. There are a couple of artists on QC that they tried and failed with. They just don't get the notoriety like the other ones do. Rich the Kid on line one, OG Mako, Johnny Cinco, Jose Guapo. Like a lot of these people are on QC that didn't turn out to be little babies, bro. None of those I, guys are talented like J.I.D. though. That's, that's, that's debatable. I, I, you, you brought up a great point with the Wale and MMG and, and even Kanye with uh, Rockefeller. It would have been just different and so much more interesting to see. I wonder how long before these Dreamville artists uh, in J. Cole office like, look, bro, something got to change. Because you can't take the approach that he has had throughout his career that made him successful to all of these artists, bro. It just don't work. Like, it's they ain't catching like they should as all of us being fans of rap. Like, I never see these niggas' names other than when it's a Dreamville project coming That's out. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, that to me, it was like once AB started listening to those artists that sound like rap snacks flavors, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, let's give, let's, let's give, you know, more credit to JID. He is a uber talented artist. Like, most deaf don't rap on niggas' projects like that. You know what I'm saying? So, let's, so the fact that he got him in the booth, like, all right, somebody sees the talent outside of us. But my thing is, like, that makes you also even more upset with J. Cole, like, bro. This nigga could have been yo Drake or yo, you know what I'm saying, on your label to where you could have been like, he may even be bigger than me based on how talented he is. And that's the push that I need to give him. And it ain't even like J. Cole just putting out an album here. This nigga hooping in Africa. Like, <laughs> bro, I would be so mad if my nigga, my CEO averaging three points a game playing eight minutes in Uganda. Bruh, <laughs> give me my release papers today. That's a, fact. Here, bro. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. Y'all speak on 2022 being a down year, but a lot of people have that J.I.D. in their top 10 easy, like the, for mm. people that have heard it. You've heard, I don't, have you heard anyone say it was trash or anything no, other no, than exceptional? They, 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 they fuck with it. They fuck with it. That's, I'm, so that, that's part of saying, I haven't listened to it either like that. I gave it one run, but it's not one of them ones you just listened to. But isn't that crazy though? That like you, you say it's an exceptional album. From yeah, what you, I've heard. 
Exactly, but yet you have not, you're not pressed. That's you don't even want to listen to it. That's a fact. Same That's thing here, fact. I've listened to it I, one time. I, I ran one time, bro, and I was like, man, this is all right. I've never gone back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran through that uh, Quavo, uh, Neff and Few. Twice more than, than it is. And that's just off the strength of QC. <laughs> you you know. Know it's something that's to it, man. I don't know. You're right, though. Speaking of QC, before we get into this snowfall review from Young Jeezy, little baby dropped last week. Check out that review we did on the On Deck TV show. Little baby sold 216 his first week. Nick, I'll kick this one off to you first. Are you surprised at the success little baby had from this previous release? I'm not surprised. It's it's just impressive, I would say. I'm not I'm not surprised it's impressive because um again, you don't see niggas moving units like they used to, period. So anybody who does over 150k in me is like, all right, this is a superstar. So to see that he's still able to um, garner that audience, to garner that 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 level of excitement and attention, is impressive. Because usually, like I've, I've I think Lou, we was just having this conversation about this uh, as far as like artists who they have they run. It usually don't it don't last as long as how we remember it. It's usually only about two three, two, years, three years, and then we move on to the next artist. I thought Lil Baby was, you know, his time was a little bit up, you know what I'm saying? But this project kind of shows that he still had it. Now, as far as my personal opinion, I thought the project wasn't as good as the last one. Mm-hmm. But um, to see that it's, he still has staying power, it, it's, but those numbers show that. Yeah, for sure. He's a popular artist. Um, whether how I feel about the album or whatever, that really doesn't matter. The numbers are the numbers. But I'm not surprised that he did these numbers. He's been everywhere these last two weeks. Like, I didn't see him on Twitch. I didn't see him on The Breakfast Club. I didn't see him at Hot 97 or Angie or whatever. He has been out more than I've ever seen this nigga been out. And he, you remember when he first went to The Breakfast Club, he barely talked. Yeah. Now he is out here talking, kind of getting out of his shell. Looks to be a little bit more comfortable. Um, he don't sneaker shopping. He's on this. They, they have put the full court press on this promo run as they should. I'm not mad at it because he didn't really have a single to go along with this, which, which was what disappointed me. So like, hey. a, 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 man, that turn that bullshit on. Hey, that shit is trash. Like an artist of his stature, you would think would have two joints going leading up to the album, something for the streets and something for the radio. And they both would slap. He didn't have either. And so I'm a little surprised at the numbers, but I guess it's it makes sense because of the promo and the anticipation. You touching on what I'm why I'm impressed more than like shocked. Go ahead. Absolutely. And I agree with both of you, especially at that last part, AB. I'm not surprised because he got the full kit. Like who, whatever label had this label, uh, other than QC, whoever it was distributed through, they Motown. did their goddamn job. Motown did their job. Like you said, dude was everywhere. However, I don't hear the song. So that's the scary part to wonder, will they do it again next time? It may speak to where we are in the game now. Like it ain't really about what you got in rotation, but how prevalent you are to the zeitgeist. Like you said, he everywhere. He sneaker shopping, breakfast club, like little baby name, even the memes where motherfuckers got him doing crazy shit. I done seen those like amped up where he dancing in the background and making some weird faces. (laughs) I seen those times 10 since his album has came out. But like you said, I haven't heard anything, but people making fun of the song. Hey, like doing a little, like it was cheesy. But he still sold 216. However, I wonder, does Motown, does this concern them? Because I don't hear anything. Like, ain't nothing consistently playing. NBA just started. When J. Cole dropped last time, his stuff was all over NBA promo. I don't hear Little Baby song anywhere. Yeah, and you're not. It makes me wonder, and this is Conspiracy Nick right now. Bro, where are these numbers coming from? That's what That was the thing that I got, that AB was touching on it. I was like, bro. How do you mess up saying, bro? It sounds. I feel like what was it uh, off a of pooty tang with the nigga? He had a, a a song that had nothing going on. It seemed like, bro, this is the hit record you talk about because I don't hear Nathan. Like exactly. Like when 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 my turn came out, I was like, bro, you was hearing record, yeah, after record after record. Yeah, everywhere. That, yeah, I that, talked that. about it earlier, like how he had those little uh, singles that came out that wasn't really moving. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. 
I, I, I said this on the show leading up to it, man. He was one for about six from the field this year, bro. Like on, quietly on the low, the songs weren't sticking. So who knows, man? How many getting their streams from machines? What Jay Cole say? <laughs> oh man, stop it, stop it. However, I mean, I would be very, con- I would be very interested to see how quickly he drops again after this. Like, do they give him some time just to cool off, or does he get right back in there and put better music out? Because I'm sure he got a note too. Like, he got to be reading and know the comments, too. Like, this ain't really just it or what you thought it was going to be, but it did the numbers they wanted it to. Well, we know now, I feel like moving forward with rapping, I think Wayne kind of set this tone back then. And Gucci, you got to just flood the streets with music. Like, you're going to pop eventually. Like, it's just kind of like getting shots up in the gym. Like, eventually, you're going to go on a hot streak. You know what I'm saying? It may take you a little bit, but eventually, you're just going to start eating and start cashing in on all that. I think when artists go cold and start focusing on other shit, you forget about the music, you get rusty, you get crusty, and then we forget about you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how it is. I, 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 I barely pay attention to numbers anymore just due to streaming. It meant a lot more when you actually had to go out and buy the CD, in my it, opinion, it, in terms of counting numbers. It's too easy to do to manipulate that shit, bro. That's a fact. And it meant some more. I mean, we must be signing old right there, but just having to go get it. And picking what it did, up. At what does two hundred thousand? What does two hundred thousand sales mean on Apple Music? How many times? Like that to me, I don't get the algorithm behind it, and so I'm like, bro, that what does that mean? Yeah, it's somebody in Iowa that love that shit that's running it up, bro. It's it all one day. motherfucker, bro. Like, like, is it one motherfucker that's trying to run it up? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh hey. uh, man, before we get out of here to the Jeezy topic, let's take it to Memphis, man. Um, your boy Drummer Boy was on TMZ. And he's saying that Memphis took the hip hop crown from Atlanta. He also oh. said that his album will sh- further prove that. Oh. So if anybody was wondering why he was on TMZ to begin with, he's pumping an album. Simple mm. question, Lou. Is this true? Did Memphis take the rap crown from ATL? Being a Tennessee native, Nashville notably, not Memphis though, uh, four hours away from people that always say that. Being a Tennessee native, though, I wanted to agree with Drummer Boy so bad because I got some artists that I like from Memphis as well. But when I'm looking up and down from top to bottom, like there is no little baby in Memphis. Like the closest thing they would have is money bag. Yo, Glorilla's hot. She's new. She's young. But Atlanta got a lot of. And then when you're talking about from a depth standpoint, I just don't think that Memphis has enough hitters to go with Atlanta. Now, you're talking about underground shit and shit that people from Memphis fuck with that maybe not have made it nationwide yet, that you may have a little bit of a case. However, when we talk about mainstream big dog artists and we running the landscape of rap, that's still the A. Like, it still goes down here. This is still Wakanda. Though Memphis is on their heels, and me personally, I like Detroit a lot. I think Detroit got a really strong uh, next up thing to come. But that's me. Nikki, who got the crown right now? Well, since Lewis, I forgot how old Lou is. He's 75 years old. So he can't <laughs> see the he can't see the forest from the trees. And then there's and two things can be true about what Drummer Boy said. One, he's hyping the fuck out of his album. <laughs> Let's keep it a full B. And two, he's absolutely correct. I've been trying to tell people about this for the last five years. Memphis has has dominated hip hop. If you're talking about hits. Like the Memphis sound is what has dominated ever since Drake caught on that wave with that block boy JB. Mm-hmm. If you listen to it, that's when all that take Keith shit that runs happen, and, it, and it's still kind of going on till this day. Shit, even I think even Kanye's taking some of that shit too. My thing is Memphis, like the fact that Lou, I do agree that it's still like Atlanta may be there, a little edge right up there, but Memphis is right, Tennessee, the whole state of Tennessee, I on arguably. But Memphis is right there just because you actually have artists that can go against these people. You name two artists that could possibly go against two other artists in Atlanta. You can't say that about New York. Can't say that about Cali right now. You can't say that about like with a a, a male hip hop artist and and a female hip hop artist who got records right now that are actively in the streets. You can't say that about other uh, states or regions outside of right now the South between Memphis or Tennessee and Georgia with Atlanta. Like, I, I think that Drummer Boy has been hitting on something. Like, you got Lil Migo, you got, you just named Moneybag. Oh, CM, uh, what, CMG, arguably, as the label alone, probably the hottest label right now with all the talent they got. Like, and I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. Memphis has the ingredients to take the number one spot. They've got a hot label. 
They've got a nice mix of veterans and young talent. They have a producer with its own with his own sound. They have a nice mix because that's what you need. You can't just have one dude with a hit. No, you, you need the producer. You need the whole full spectrum. You need the label, the producer, the sound, the history, the young jacks, the female. The, you need all of because Atlanta has all of that. <laughs> and so that's the thing. Does it have enough? To, I think Atlanta may be a little bit deeper with hitting those checkpoints, but Memphis can check all of those off. Atlanta could check them off a little deeper. They can check them off more than once. That's the only thing that's tipping the scale, but Memphis is on their heels, though. So, you want to talk about Big, thir- big 30? They could put if Pusheisty was still Pusheisty. out. Yeah. Like, bro, like, they... And I know all, y'all, all the Glorilla homegirls. All 20 of them. All eight of them. <laughs> Yeah, I know y'all don't fuck with this artist, but Isaiah Rashad has a big fan base. Like people fuck with him, so it's like, so That's like, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, saying, that ain't even. I'm, really say, I'm just saying, I'm saying Tennessee in general. That ain't even really Tennessee. That's like North Georgia. No, we ain't even, that ain't really. Top, that ain't really music, nigga. That's shit he, garbage. Hey, when he dropped, when he dropped, he was top five. Let me ask y'all this though. So you you brought up a good point with the ingredients, and you could argue that Tip, when he was in his prime as the king of the South, he kind of led the way. For Atlanta, is Joe Gotti still in that position to do so for Memphis, or has that time passed him? No, as an artist or as an exec, just period. Like, could Joe Gotti be the face of I'm gonna usher Memphis run in, or is it like past doing it? (laughs) I was about to say, like, he's like, when did he not do it? Like, what does he do? Like, he, I mean, there's people saying they don't fuck with him, like, he beefing right now with niggas in Memphis about I mean, it's because it's because of the like, honestly, if it wasn't for Dolph passing, like. I would even further stamp that the what Drummer Boy said. Like Dolph had his thing going, and he was Max. about to do his thing. Dolph was a big, and then and then I mean, you still got Key Glocking him out there too. So it's like there there was about to be a whole movement. Yep. It was going to be a civil war in Tennessee at slash Memphis, but it was going to be a movement nonetheless. With Dolph passing, it kind of it just focuses more on Gotti. But Gotti's been a mastermind in this whole shit. Like low key, he has probably risen the highest of heights. He's on that Ross level now, where it's like he ain't like he can do whatever he want. And he finally got Angela Simmons. He finally bagged her. He been shooting that shot for a minute. I'm shooting that shot for a decade. She's been every year. She's been googling his net worth. (laughs) It got to the number. Yeah, he finally like okay. I can throw him some pussy now. I can can bring you in front of my dad now. Exactly. You can you can sit with Russ now. Hey, that nigga. That nigga. That nigga bought it on the soccer team. Nigga just to sit at the table with with Russ. Exactly. Hey, one person you forgetting too. Finesse two times for Memphis. Oh, too. I forgot about my boy. I ain't no now Atlanta don't got that. They ain't got that young good nigga, Gucci, Jeezy type that's come like finesse got it on lock. And they know they on their heels. That's all I'm saying. This is fact. good for hip hop too. I like it this is. though. I, I like that's definitely good. Definitely. I love it. It's a fact. Um, speaking I, of Jeezy, like you said, Snowfall, the new project with DJ Drama. Let the record reflect. I predicted this DJ Drama wave that's happening right now. Shout out to me. I want to give myself props. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, a long time. Oh, three years ago. It did. did. I called it three years ago. I was a, <laughs> definitely two years early, but it is here. He dropped two projects, one with Snoop and one with Jeezy this week. Um, Snowfall, you know how we get down, man. Initial thoughts, highlights, lowlights, rating. First expectations, I know Lou's a Jeezy fan for sure, but Nikki, let's get let's start with you, man. What's your expectations going into this Jeezy project? I'm a Jeezy fan too. I mean, shit. I even though I, I you know, I'm, I grew up in Cincinnati, shit, we felt the thug motivation up there too. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't ban the snowman either, you know. So, oh, <laughs> so wow. I, I um I, I grew up a Jeezy fan and all that. Now I, I'm an honest Jeezy fan though. I don't know about Lou, but I'm an honest Jeezy fan. It ain't it, it ain't been good for a little minute now. <laughs> Those, them shirts was looking a little faded with the snowman. <laughs> the snow was melted. When he was but, doing the preacher thing, it wasn't nothing. Yeah, I was. I, was, I actually look like I think that's actually an underrated album by his. I think everything after that is kind of like. Uh, but yeah. um, I, I I was my expectation was was actually very high because it's drama. And like you mentioned, A.B., drama lately has been on a run, and I'm so glad about it because now I know I'm getting older like y'all because I'm feeling like, damn, I remember a time when drama was dropping shit and niggas was excited. 
You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna never really get that no more. We may only be getting this in spurts. And I don't think really people appreciate what we've been getting. Like the fact that Tyler Creator did that whole album with like that just speaks to the culture of DJ drama and that Gangsta Grill series. So hearing that whole gangsta, like hearing the uh was the little John Echo gangsta, like it just yeah. I don't know around this project, like yeah, yeah. I I, I definitely had high expectations. Lou, where was you at? Was you was you gearing up, ready for this, hype for this? I was scared, man. Like I Jeezy has traumatized me post like recession as far as what you can expect from albums. Some of them been that was okay. a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's when he was at his peak the last. And from there, you've had good stuff, you've had really good, and you've had really bad stuff too. There's been a wide spectrum, just depending on where he was feeling in his career. Um, hearing him talk on the Breakfast Club, I very rarely check that out, but you said it was a good interview, so I tapped in with Snowman and knowing that drama was around it, the B-side stuff as far as the concert was surrounded. So it almost made me think, okay, maybe he is finally in that bag that we always wanted him, like post-career telling stories of the old dope man, whatever it may be, just the old head stories that I was always looking for from him when he got in his prime. I thought that we would maybe get that on this album because it was back with drama. So I had some, some high expectations for it because I felt like he was over looking for a hit. He was over trying to catch one. I'm just going to put some shit out that I know people that fuck with Jeezy are going to fuck with. I'm going to grab drama. We're going to get back in our bag. That's what I was expecting. So I was kind of anticipating this. What you I say, had, Adam, bro? I had to temper my expectations for the simple fact that it's a Jeezy project in 2022. Like let's be all the way. Mm. Let's keep it all the way a stack. Wow. The that's, last three projects, at best, are mid. I'm talking about that be- absolute max <laughs> is wow. mid. Mm. So I so uh, he just doesn't have it anymore in terms of the song making ability, and that's okay. He, he he's his legacy is already stamped. However, the rollout, the doing the mixtape B side only show and doing it with drama and it, the rollout fit. I, I did like that. I would have preferred him do the show here someplace where nigga could actually got and got a ticket Don't and went and that. sat down and enjoyed the show at the Fox. I know we talked about that. That would have been nice. I'm not going to no hole in the wall ass club to watch Jeezy perform and I'm standing up the whole time. Nigga, I'm entirely too old for that. But I see he got it right in Detroit, though. That shit look lit. I'm hot yeah, about that. But anyway, the rollout almost got me to get a little excited about the project, but the single, I didn't really like the single. I ain't going to hold you. The, the, the tempo was way too fast. He was in this Detroit shit. I'm cool on that. The beat sound like fucking uh, Contra from like Super Nintendo. Like I, I, I was super good on that, but I was somewhat awaiting a it's chance to listen to this man, because man. it was him and drama back at it and drama yeah. been on a roll lately. It's still Michael Jackson Jesus. No, I'm good. Michael Jackson Jesus, a slow nickname. That nigga was he was super. That was true. He was on Breakfast Club like that was a fly ass nickname. Yeah, they, you know they call me that down in Florida. Like no, they, no, they don't. don't. No, no, no one does. No one never heard anybody yeah. say that. No, Only don't. his girl. Only his girl do. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't. They oh, don't do bro. No, I feel like that that single was only for like because the NBA season's out now. I feel like that was like an NBA season. Mm. Like, like that's the single that they're gonna play. Yeah, like something for like for like the you know commercial shit. Cause you know, commercial Jeezy is still that's part of the Jeezy that we don't like. You know what I mean? That's a that's a good G League commercial, not the NBA shit. Yeah. <laughs> the WNBA man. That's a WNBA commercial. Y'all fell. Yeah, fell. That's what Brittany Grant is playing when she coming out. <laughs> <laughs> She coming off the plane. I ain't gonna hold you. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll be fired on real talk. What were your initial thoughts on the album, AB? What stuck out to you? Uh, the intro grabbed me immediately, and it, it gave me that nostalgic feel that I was looking for. I was like, okay, and I'm talking about the layered ad libs, the running the track mm-hmm. back. We're like, oh shit, like it, it was taking me back. So I was. I was definitely feeling that just off top, just the vibe. It put me in that 06, 07 kind of mood, which I was looking for. And then the, and then just initial thoughts of going through the rest of the project, I felt like there were sprinkles of that throughout. Um, there was, I, I immediately thought it was better than Pressure and uh, TM 108 or whatever the fuck the last one was. 
I immediately was like, okay, this is better than the last couple, mainly due to one, the nostalgic feel with the DJ drama drops and shit, but also the production. I thought the production slipped on the last couple. Um, They sounded real independent. (laughs) This one sounded a little bit more put together, had a little bit of a budget behind it. Um, but that was my knock on the last couple was they were just independent and they sound like they were throwaways to get out of a contract. So I, I listened and I said, oh, okay, Jeezy may still have a little bit left in the tank. I don't know if he can have multiple projects moving forward off of this. I don't know if it's that strong, but at least he still had it in him to take me back there one last time. If this is uh, it, not saying he alluded to that. I'm just saying this, he what he say he own half of Atlanta. He probably don't need to rap no more, honestly. So, <laughs> if this is coming toward the end, I'm I wasn't mad at it on that first listen. I, I it actually took me back a little bit, even with the opening line, "Busy like the chef at the da da da." da like that's a Jeezy line, yeah, you know thanks. what I'm saying? Like that takes you back. Thanks. Um, so I, that that's kind of where I was on that first listen. And that Papa those on Wendy Hill be they, and it be jumping too. too. That's what I'm saying. Chef be busier, Nick. What you think on your uh first? <laughs> Man, this shit, bro. Lou, I was about to go uh, put a down payment on an 06 Honda Civic and start and start moving. Going key. back and forth to the next. Uh, I was going to start driving back and forth on I-75. All you got to do is take that shit up top. You'll get to Detroit eventually. But nah, it took me back, bro. I, I ain't gonna shit. I'm already saying I ain't gonna hold you. It took me back. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it was like like AB said, it was a phenomenal intro. Like the drama drops, the runbacks, and then like I know Jeezy's not a lyrical dude, right. but for some reason I feel like his his words just hit hard. Like you like something like a like almost like a Jay Z verse or like a hard like a Drake, like a hard verse from like your favorite rapper. It hits just as hard. You know he's saying some of the most basic shit. Right, right. <laughs> you think of, now, like you right I was listening to it and I thought, man, he sound a little wiser now. It ain't just lyrical and nothing like that. It just sounds a little bit wiser. He may still even be saying the same thing, but you hear it and they're like, oh, okay. But that's, that's part of that. his charm, though, when those yeah. those lines hit. They're simple, but they, but they hit right in pocket with the beat and the horns and, you know, his go-to Facts. type of production. Like, they fit right in that lane, and he had been missing that lately. So, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I feel like the precursor for this was the ESTG verse, the realest, that whole song. I feel that like that's banging. what facts. And I feel like that's what kind of got him in this mode. I was here for it. Just like to third, the thing that y'all said, the intro, it brought back the memories, the doubling it back, all of that shit worked 100%. And again, it wasn't 2005 trying to be 2022 Jeezy either. This was a grown mm-hmm. man. I like it a lot of the themes that he was going with on the album. Like you could turn back. Cause I still listen to Trapper die. The things were totally different now, as far as what he's talking about, but it don't lose any of that Jeezy charm that you're talking about. AB, he did a good job of just being a grown man on this album. And I think he finally found that pocket that he'd been looking for. When we were talking about the church for the streets and all these other albums kind of fell on their face because he was trying to be too preachy. Here, it's like, nigga, I'm Jeezy. Like, if you don't know, then I don't even know what you're here for. I like the, the arrogance of the album. Some of the beats didn't work, like, because they were kind of fast for me. And we'll get into that as far as our likes and dislikes of the album. But on initial run, I was I was proud of this. I, I, I know how a New York nigga feels that really fuck with Jim Jones and Jim Jones putting out quality music still today. How they feel now? Like, oh, I can. This is something that I don't can do that. Do. Don't do that, Lou. Don't do that, Lou. Don't do. What that. you mean? Don't 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 put don't throw a Jim Jones. <laughs> don't no, try I mean, to put these if niggas. I was a New York nigga. No 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 no. Nah nah nah. Jim Jones. I'll say I'll say Styles P. You know what I'm saying? I'll say Jada Kiss. Nah, 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 bro. Niggas try to act like the lobby boys was fucking uh the the goddamn watch the throw in. Hey, you know who listens to the Lobby Boys? <laughs> niggas on Tim Zone in May. Niggas on Park Ave. That's it. <laughs> That's where they stay at. This, they the Central Park Five Boys. <laughs> I know how they feel now. I get it. I used to look at them and be like, "Man, you don't cut that old shit off." But I know a nigga would look at me listening to that Jeezy like that. Nah, Jeezy got more respect from that. But nah, this, I do agree with what you said though. Like this, this actually made you 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 roll the windows down when you playing yeah. this. Some other Jeezy. 
Jeezy records, you got the windows up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you be a closeted Jeezy fan. You like, I'm just going off the strength. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hoping the nigga get the spin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. Nick, tell me what your jump out highlights were for the uh, album. Like, what songs? Uh, we already mentioned songs? it. We already mentioned the intro, but um, uh, put the mix down. I gotta mention is 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 um is it forty two dog or four two dog four two four two four two dog is people need to kind of watch he's sneaky. You need to watch his some like some of his verses. You be like, oh shit, this nigga actually yeah he on his own. But yeah, like uh, put the means down, King, put the means down to King's Crown. I think that was a great transition. I like those two records, and then I'll probably uh I'll probably end it with the uh, still having. Oh no no no, uh, actually MJ Jeezy. I'll put on MJ Jeezy. Mm. Horrible nickname, but the song was cool. You're right. Song was yeah, song was cool. AB, what you got? Um, three things that kind of stuck out to me. Number one, the production. Shout out to um, I saw him in the studio with Justice League, and I was like, oh wait a minute now, hold on now, like where hey. these niggas been at? I forgot about them. You see what I'm saying? I, me too. And they built Ross, or they helped build Ross at least. Now nah, you're right. You had it right. They built them up. <laughs> they built them up. Bro. And so I've been wondering where they've been at. Um, so I was looking forward to that because that, that's what he's been missing with these last handful of joints was production. So the production stood out. Uh, a couple of joints. I love colors. I, that be hard as fuck to me. Um, again, of course, that, it's horrible though. He said, "Who? Horrible hook. A horrible hook. The hook okay. is." Yeah, I mean it's okay. I'm, I'm letting it slide. I'm gonna ride through the bit like Batman. Yeah, like I'm just I'm letting it ride. Yeah. It'll be too hard. Beat is um, hard. Beat hard. I also like, even though I don't really like this beat too much either, though. But it's funny. I, I like still having. Um, it reminded me of a uh, BG and Birdman, uh, May Man. It kind of gave me that vibe. And I like Grammy, which I think is throwback Snowman. Um, so those three kind of just stuck out. Just as joints to ride in the whip, they sound good in the whip. Like you said, windows down, it's 73 outside. Um, I can pull up and open the door while I'm getting out of the shoe store or something. And I don't look crazy that I'm listening to that. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, that shit hit. Nigga, that yeah, shit sound that's... good opening the door, getting out. Buy another pair of shoes or something. Right. So, so I'm, <laughs> I'm copping something in there. And Thanks. when I'm pulling up, listening to that. So those are the three that stuck out to me. For me, uh, first and foremost, the sample to how deep is your love from that Keep Sweat. That's, that's banging. banging. That reminded me of some old mixtape shit again. Um, also, the hmm, still having again. I agree with you on that. I definitely like that. And mine put the mix down. Y'all know Forty Two Doug, and I spoke of the Detroit scene earlier. He's one of my favorite young artists. I he killed it. It was perfect song for Jeezy and Forty Two Doug. That transitioning into my dislikes, man, yeah. that ESTG and Jeezy, I was expecting a lot more, especially off the album. Somebody got gypped on that swap out. I ain't going to say no names, Jeezy, but if you got that, the realist, and he got this, something didn't, didn't shake back right. That realist like, would have hit on here, too, though. That's what I thought, he should have added it on here as a bonus track. Just, that should have just yeah, been they a bonus track. Took this off and put and just shared the song. Yeah, I've seen so artists, artists, Both of y'all have it on here. That would have been facts um i didn't like plug on them that kind of when you got to that it, it, it didn't hit for me and the youngest like i feel like that shouldn't have been little dark i feel like it should have been baby or just some atlanta nigga and i don't really know the street politics of atlanta right now if more niggas fuck with gucci than they do with Jeezy. that's why he couldn't get no like hot people from atlanta on here but i i don't see little dark and the Jeezy. i didn't like that combo at all like, it didn't work. I think that was more drama trying to get them together than mm. Jeezy trying work. to. Yeah, it didn't. I work. think I think drama's still trying to be uh, like he still got you know Uzi and Jack Harlow, so he's trying to still connect to like <laughs> the youth. So that was the that was that's me. Uh, like I said, I like the project. That's just me nitpicking it. What's some things that didn't work for you, AB? Um, I, I could have used some more Atlanta features, um, just Thank to make you. it. Gucci got him more ice out here, nigga. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, a Gucci feature, I know highly yeah. unlikely. It would have been a moment though. Um, I don't know which joint off the top of my head, but it just would I just it would have been cool to, to see, bro. Like that would have been a full circle moment with some right. of the themes on here that he's talking about, like with the um the street crowd uh, with the king's crown, those type of themes that he's talking about. That would have been a nice full circle moment. I know it's highly unlikely, but that would have that, that would have been huge. Him on that street cred now that you mentioned would have been a dope, dope ass look. That you see what I'm saying? That would have been dope. Um, and, and there's maybe a couple of joints off the top of my head I wasn't really feeling. The MJGZ really didn't do nothing for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wow. Um, I may need to run it back. And 
the ESTG feature was a letdown. The song actually wasn't that bad to me. I didn't like his feature. I don't think he, I don't think that beat was fit ESTG. It was like he just mailed him something. Like he's like, oh yeah, you gave me a verse for the realest here. Here go this, and Jesus just threw it on something. Because that's not how G raps. So I, I didn't like that flow. His flow, he has a, a certain flow, and it didn't, it didn't complement that beat at all. Nikki, what you got? Um, even though I understand the record, I didn't like it. Most hated. Um, Scarface was to me. I'd rather just hear Scarface. I know, I know, Jeezy can probably get a Scarface connect if he can't fuck with. If nobody in Atlanta fuck with him, at least go somewhere in the South, you know. But um, that one, and I probably would. Uh, I think Bruh is a good record in the gym. Outside the gym, it's probably not hitting that hard, bro. Yeah, <laughs> That's way too fast for me. All right, so rating time, fellas. But before we get into ratings, I wrote five names down. You only get four slots. So this is off the dome. That way you get a, I get an authentic reaction from both of you. So let's say you're voting for like a Hall of Fame or whatever it may be, and these are the five names. One doesn't get any. You're basing it off their careers. Game, Fabulous, Rick Ross, Yo Gotti, and Jeezy. I feel like all of them are the same class, but you can't you just, you got to leave one of them off. Who you leaving off? Fab is mm. a no-brainer, and they're not all—they're all and all in the same class. And that's my guy too. But I, I like everybody you named. But it's Fab. What made you pick Fab then? He doesn't have a classic. Mm. Out of those people you named, why are you hating on Fab, Nick? <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm just keeping a, a full bean. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> name me the last five. Uh, like y'all kind of name it, No, I'm saying name, like no, Luke, name me the last five record that you like, like album. And what year was that? <laughs> Let's be honest though. His mixtapes are better. Like his soul tape series is crack. Yeah, his soul that was a long what time. Year, and what year was that? That's oh, what I'm saying. That was a decade ago. That's what I'm saying, bro. Everybody else, we can relatively say within the last two, three years, they dropped the project. Oh, he ain't like. activism. That's why y'all. Not even just active, but well, I guess I'll leave it at that. I ain't gonna shit on Fab. I like Fab though. I'm a fan. It's just, but he doesn't have a classic album. Neither does Jada, honestly. If we be in a, if we can, so really it'd be a coin flip between one of them two. At first, Jada Kiss though was banging. Yes, yeah, it, it is. It just ain't a classic. Okay. All right. Y'all let me know who you guys would take off from that five. Cause I feel like the fans would say something different from you guys. You hoping the fans yeah. would say something different. Nigga. No, <laughs> who, who was I you thought that was a good one and everything. I just shot that shit out of there quick. Who was you going to take over? Uh, probably fab too. hundred <laughs> percent. See, to get into the ratings, man, one to five reels, one being absolute slaw. Uh, and five being a classic. A.B., what do you rate this? I mean, I hate to uh, be a broken record, but I'm going to give it the same thing I gave Lil Baby Project. It's a three. It's, it's a good work streaming. Mm. Um, I'm not going to act like this is uh, TM one-on-one all over again, but I'm also not going to act like it's pressure. So it's right there in the middle. Um, it, it's a little bit better than I would have expected from a Jeezy Project now in this day and age. And I definitely think it's worth a couple of repeat spins. I'd be lying if I didn't say it. I ran back several, about a handful of these joints while I was listening to it. Like, I, especially on the way to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just in a whip, like, stops. So I, I'm going to give it a three, but I'm not going to go too far. I'm going to say it's three is good worth streaming. Nikki, do say. I'll say three, three and a half reels. I think it, um, I think because it's a pleasant surprise, I'm, I may be boosting it up a little bit. But like AB said, I do have like at least five records where I'm like, I'm returning to these. Or like X. when I make my little album cuts to see some like the sweet spot of the album, I have more than just three records. And to me, at this point in time, in this state, uh, day that we living in, if a nigga got at least five records on an album, it's probably a good album. You know, Facts. So, today's age, if you got five on there, it is a good album. I'm going to go three as well. Good, worth streaming, pleasantly surprised, both good phrases that I would use for this album. Um, my expectations had been tempered throughout, like we talked about with the recent cheesy drops, but I do feel like he hit this one on the head. He finally found his voice for this stage of his career, and I think that's really commendable. Real I quick, though, because I had a question, too. Artists only. Because right. we've we've done a Mount Rushmore episode in Atlanta, but we included producers and execs. Yeah. Artist only. Is Jeezy right. on the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta? Gotta be. Hold on, think about it. T.I. Um, T.I. Future. Future and Jeezy. That's it. 
Wait, give me hold on. Lou, who was the fourth? Ti, Andre, Future, and Jeezy. Ooh, that's got to be it. Like I, I couldn't see it no other way. Gucci would. Uh, Gucci got to be on there too. Gucci's too impactful for Atlanta. He ain't got no two, one though. I'll say Ti, Jeezy, Gucci, Future. Damn, that doesn't sound right because I gotta have Andre on there. Andre has to be <laughs> like niggas. He the niggas best rap. He the best from Atlanta. If you yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he's the best rapper out of all of them. Yeah, but he has the he has the least amount of material. I think you would have that's a like, hard. That's a hard. That's hard. I don't know who you would take. Like Gucci deserves to be on there. I just don't know who I would take off for him unless it was Jeezy. That's what I was about take to say. Tip off. You can't take Tip off. Nah, you can't take know. Future off. No. Nah. So unless it's gonna be Gucci. <laughs> to me, if like if 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 Ti is credited as what the the well, I don't know if it's him or UGK. If, if he's the one that birthed this whole trap shit, matter. he didn't. But he's still on there. Like the trap shit came from Jeezy. Like if like I feel like that shit started with Jeezy and the whole lane of. Niggas oh, you don't credit, you don't give it rap. to Ti. You give it to Jeezy. No, I don't give it to Ti. What I what I give Ti credit for is being the king of the South. Ti was the first like big big act solo from the South that like I feel like that like universally niggas could relate to everyday niggas. He wasn't weird like Andre. He wasn't as out there as Big Boy. It wasn't ludicrous. He was like. It wasn't super street like Jeezy. Like the everyday Jay Z New York nigga down south version of that fucked with ti he was the first person to do that down south and then with jeezy again we're talking about the michael jackson of the trap lane andre the best rapper in future we know what he did future gucci might be the most influential gucci's influence is i think that's what i'm saying gucci like all these motherfuckers come from gucci damn near like it's crazy how good like he has to be on there that's mm. what so i may just do that's what I'm saying. I may arguably have to take off T.I. If that's the Ooh. case, if T.I. If T.I. is not the nigga that you credit as trap, then I have to take him off. Because I got to... Atlanta, though. Like, T.I. ushered Atlanta into... You just said he a regular nigga like New York. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying, like, Jay-Z. Like, if Jay-Z a regular New York Jay-Z, nigga, yeah. Nah. That's the same version, but it's... Bro, I'm not having no regular niggas on my Mount Rushmore, bro. I'm sorry. I mean regular in the sense, like, Jay-Z regular. This nigga was the Jay-Z. He was literally called the Jay-Z of the South when he... Only was one nigga called him that. Jail. And that was a weird... Stop. Only niggas call oh, this. Nigga. You you just talked about how Andre a weirdo, but the nigga who said he the Jay Z of uh, the South was a weirdo nigga. So I don't know who's stamping Jay uh, for real like this, that. This this was uh, a very accepted thing. You may have been too young, no. No, I, I remember when I said that I heard nobody else clap. <laughs> no one else said anything. Third or fourth grade. No, I'm dead ass serious. What was going no, on? No, Lou, I was aware around that time, bro. I was out there. No one else said. Pharrell's right. <laughs> they be give me a quote. Nobody co-signed that. That's the, nobody co-signed that shit. That's the quote. Hey, be just say that Pharrell said this. <laughs> that's what Are you putting Gucci that's on? I would put Gucci, Gucci over Jeezy. Well, man, on, it, 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 it's, here's huh. the thing. Jeezy's discography is stronger, but Gucci's impact is bigger yeah, because see, of that, who came from his tree. We got a that's whole episode thing. about the Gucci Man effect Thanks. and how many people came from it, from Bankroll Fresh to, to Migos to Young Thug. To it's a lot. So that nigga ain't got no TM one on one. Walker, though. people forget about Walker. Walker. That's uh, bro, it's like none of them niggas got TM one on one though. Ain't one, ain't but one nigga in Atlanta made that album. It may be in Atlanta that made that. It may be a soundtrack for the biggest fucking uh, drug cartel in American history that was all in the streets of Atlanta. It's people that live by that album. So I just I have to leave Gucci off, dude. Mm. It's tough, man. But y'all let us know in the comments, man. Who's on the Atlanta Mount Rushmore? Hip hop, rap only. No producers, no execs. Let us know, man. What we got? Some wins, some losses. Facts, man. Wins and some losses. That was a really good one right there, AB. That should embrace some debate out there in the chat. Y'all tap in on the Instagrams and the YouTubes and all of that stuff. First win or a loss. Your man, speaking of Memphis, NLE Chopper, he was the first rapper to walk out with an NBA team. Win or a loss? It's a W, man. We're about to see a whole lot more of this. What was it like? Boxing? I, I missed this. Yeah, like he literally, you know, when the team walk out from the tunnel, he yeah. he led them. Singing this song. Which, like, what, what team was it? The the Grizzlies. Yes. Home team. Had, when they have finesse come out with them, I'm gonna be all on board. 
He need to hit Who, first. It's gonna, gonna hit tough. Uh, win or a loss for you, Nick? What'd you say? That's a win. It's a win. Um, a, a nigga like NLE Chapel, like growing up, would be like, man, my wildest dream would be to lead the, the, the Memphis. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Too, and man, he too. and he's actually doing that. So I love seeing that type of shit where he'd be like, bro, I can't imagine I'm doing that shit. You know what I mean? He did it with a street record too. That's yeah. not like a commercial song. It ain't got no hook or nothing. You, but if you if, if you go to the Grizzlies uh, arena, bro, they play I'm, nothing but nigga music. I was <laughs> gonna say the Grizzlies, the blackest team in the NBA. It's facts. the Grizzlies or the Hawks. Yeah, like you don't want. I be the blackest team in sports. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that is a fact. All right, win or a loss. All right, here's a whole little thing behind this one. Win or a loss for Wayne. They claim that he didn't clear a lollipop sample for Lotto's upcoming album. Lotto responded and said. There is no lollipop sample. Jokes on you, bloggers. Win or a loss for her even having to deal with this since the Nicki Minaj shade. <laughs> it's a it's a L. Lotto, she over the internet. Yes. Uh, she hopped on Instagram Live, which I promptly uh, attended. Uh, and she was just talking about how she don't really like to go on live because people be screen recording her stuff and then putting weird ass YouTube videos around it. And I think she's over the whole. And when you add this to the somebody tried to get me, tried to smash for a feature debacle with her album early this year, I think she's over the whole just rap game part of shit. So it's an L for her. I know she's not tired of that shit. Big facts. Nick, what you say? Um, I think it's a, um, if, if I had to pick the two, it's a loss, but it's more of a loss, more more so now it makes me think like, this is probably why female uh, rappers don't last that long because they deal with a lot more bullshit and just gossip in general. The, yeah, they, they just over get it. over it. Like, yeah. it's really hard. Like, obviously there's a lot of money in music if you do it right, and she's been doing it right, but like all that shit, you have to kind of sell like your personality, yourself a little bit. And most of these motherfuckers, like especially someone like Lotto, look like some, she's like a legit Atlanta native. So like she can get over shit quickly and be like, all right, fuck all y'all, I'm done. That's an interesting point. I never really thought of what you said about the females having to deal with a lot more and why they're not being a lot of stars. Because even Glorilla right now, she dealing yep. with the thing with- uh, She over it. Yeah, she over it, and she and these are, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like these is regular, like artists like Nicki, yeah. they could do it because they love it and they get energy off of it. But like when you get these real artists, with people like want to see more and more. Like when you see little babies and you see all these artists like that, that actually you are in your neighborhood. Yeah, no one likes that fame shit for real. Like especially <laughs> this day, you just want the money, nigga. Like oh, the right, fuck about okay. everybody know my name and all that I shit. Want like, you I just to want know, the- I just want them checks. I still want to go shop and shit, nigga. All right. Tokido Lollipop hasn't aged well. I don't know when the last time y'all listened to it, but that song. Oh, bro. I did a shout out to the dead end guys, man. I got crucified for playing Lollipop in um, one of the, what, the the Odd Fridays, the contest they have like versus. Well, I got crucified. So I know Lollipop is not aged well. It's a good verse record to pick, but as a song itself, yes, it did not age well. Trash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd never play that again. Uh, win or a loss before we get out of here. Nas and Yo Gotti produce a civil rights documentary called The Invaders. Are y'all here for that? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I think saying, about it. I ain't really here for no Yo Gotti civil rights documentary. I ain't gonna lie. But it's, it's, it's supposed to focus around the Memphis civil rights leaders, which is why uh, he how he got involved with it. Okay. So maybe I'm not I it's I'm not about, a big history buff. I'm gonna keep it a stack, but I, I may check it out. Yeah, it's about four or five months too early. Black History Month is not around the corner, bro. <laughs> they should have dropped this around then. It will make more sense. This bro, Halloween about to kick off. Nobody, if we the only ghosts and spirits and, and old niggas we want to hear about is, is zombies. This is they need, they need to push this back. I agree. I, I this topic more so like I feel like if Yo God is involved with it, people really don't know the rich history of Memphis music, like how black people played an instrumental role in Elvis and all of that shit. So I, I feel like it could have been more music based, but I ain't. I mean, I ain't they produce. It sound like you ain't about to listen. You ain't about to check it out. I ain't fucking with this at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna have to, somebody gonna have to tell me it's like it's complete flames. <laughs> Bro, I was into the Supreme team and wanted to know about that, and they dropped a ball on that. So oh, yeah, I, I try to watch that, man. I was like, tell me yeah. Nas involved. I'm like, nope. <laughs> if somebody got to tell me, it's great. AB, who is the on-decker of the week? Week, week. Man, let's go to uh, let's go to YouTube, man, for some comments. 
Shout out to Cashville 10. He said, damn, them IG workouts from AB really paying off. I thought that was Spike at first. First of all, <laughs> he could never grow a beard like this. Let's be very clear. No, nah, nah. but I appreciate that, Cashville 10. Um, also, Reed said another fire episode. Y'all need to watch that Yay Drink Champs interview, especially UAB. Um, he talks about who's really making money off black pain. Don't let these blogs and clips on the internet twist the narrative. Everything he say, he give an explanation for. Yeah. And he also said we need that Biggie and Pac B-side episodes too. So yeah. shout out to Reed. Thank Unfortunately, you. the internets have already done their <laughs> have already uh, reclaimed that Drink Champs episode. It is now in the oblivion somewhere. So I didn't get a chance to watch it and I might not ever because it looks like it's not on the internet anymore. Mm. My, I, my homeboy got a link if you need it. Oh shit! All right, shit. Say less. I do want to check it out though, even though I'm 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 over the Kanye interview shit. I've been over that for a while now, but I don't want to fall for the clips because I know how the internet does, and I yeah. would like to see the full body of work before. They he does allude to what they say though. Like it's like when you hear him long winded, it makes more sense. It's just that yep. in the middle of that he has these outbursts where he says crazy shit, and he's like, "All right, like, this is the reason why motherfuckers don't." They this is this is where they clip your shit right here. Yep. Yeah. Is he canceled? Yeah. Can, is Kanye, is he about to get canceled? He's or is he big. already there? He's too big. He's Michael Jackson level. Ooh. Like, niggas love an apology tour, bro. Like, soon as that nigga start crying on somebody's couch, everybody gonna be right back accepting of him. Oh, we did, old Kanye is back. All they gotta do is throw on a polo, put on a backpack again, dude. Start wearing, like, shit like, man, brother, he's not canceled at all. People so right. fickle nowadays. What you got to put uh, me on in, bro? Put on of the week for me, man. I'm on chapter 10 of this Cross the Tracks. It's Lil Bootsy's autobiography, man. And I am thoroughly enjoying it. It's a memoir of Bootsy Badass. So you guys go check that out. I'm listening to it on Audible, but the hard copy and all of that stuff is out there too. It's called Cross the Tracks by Lil Bootsy. Is he narrating it? <laughs> no, God, no. The nigga, <laughs> the nigga doing it ain't much better though. It's really, it's 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 okay. It, it, it's it's like real uh surface low. It ain't as deep as I thought. Like I was looking for him to define some of the characters that I've listened to and heard about through his music for so long, but he really just kind of glossing over shit. But it's okay. Fair enough, Nikki. What you got? Um, random uh TV show on Hulu. I know I was uh off uh off air. Me and Lou always go back and forth on uh shows, and I always try to recommend them black shows, and he always shit on them. But on Hulu, there's a show that I actually fuck with. I don't know why, because it's, it's just an interesting show. But it's called Reasonable Doubt. I don't know if y'all seen it or seen a promo for it, but it's actually pretty interesting. The production is it's well done. It's still some nigga storylines, but it's actually like interesting and shit like that. So I'm 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 not fully done with the first season yet. I think they're still dropping on Tuesdays and shit. But um yeah, check that out. It's getting a lot of buzz, though. I've definitely it been is. seeing it around. Um, man, real quick, I'm going to put on some music. I have Sayari the Kid, one of the most slept on artists, probably one of my He's favorite you underground independent fan. artists. He's got the shadow in the shade too. the follow up to the uh, uh, first joint that came out earlier this year. That was also fire. He is cooking with hot grease. Stop sleeping on Sayari the Kid. You and Big Jeff are in the front seat of that bandwagon. Sayari, <laughs> man, that is crazy. Y'all yeah, might be the only two niggas listening to that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Now, the last one you put me on was okay, too. Nigga, do say, man, we appreciate you stopping by, joining us with the Jeezy Review. Tell the people where they can find you throughout the week and on your socials. Uh, yeah, socials, you can find me on Twitter, W-E-S-I-S-I -S -S -I, number 11. Uh, and also, you can find me on the Frames for Second podcast. We've been having Lou come uh, through uh, a lot lately for the Raising Canaan reviews. We're a film and TV show podcast where we review films and TV shows. So uh, send us recommendation. FPS podcast is our handle. Um, it's also where you can find us on Reddit. We're very active in the Reddit community. Lou can attest to that as well. Um, and you also catch me on Dead End Sports. So uh, I also co-host the sports show with Lou um, on Tuesday evenings. Uh, check us out 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Dead End Sports. So uh, just check us out from there. And uh, yeah, you'll hear me all, all over the place. I'm, I'm hoping to come back. I got I got to bring me back more often, bro. I, like, I fuck with y'all. This flow really cohesively. So you can come back more often. And for the on Deckers, frames per second is sort of similar to what me and AB do. Uh, they do it very well, how they break down the TV. They give you a... a good dose of ratchetness and conversation with it as well man so if you're looking for some film and tv reviews 
definitely check out their. Our house, yeah, House of the Dragon, our, our season. Dragons, for, yeah, you black and you look at House of the Dragons, man. You need to be listening to Frames Per Second, one hundred percent. Season finale dropping soon. Yes. Thank God. Man, shaking his head. You sleep on that, oh, AB. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna stay Jeez. knocked out on it's, that. It's, it's medieval Mari, bro. It's medieval Mari. <laughs> it's mid. Is what it is. It's mid. Let me get up out of here. Let me get up out of here. Get out of here. This is the On Deck TV show, man. You guys know where to catch us. We out. Yes, sir. <laughs>